I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 54. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, I am so excited to be interviewing some longtime clients and friends of mine. They're out in Southern California. I'm here in Oklahoma, but the benefits of Zoom, uh, we're going to be capturing our interview for all of you to kind of eavesdrop on. These are my friends, Alicia and David Arroyo, and um, they have four children, Vidal, who is a Rhodes Scholar in Oxford, Luciano, who has a full ride to Stanford University presently, Joaquin, who's still uh, a junior in high school, and Paloma, who's just a little miniature of 13. <laughs> so they have a beautiful family. Welcome, you guys. I'm so happy Thank to have you. Thank you. Honored. <laughs> so we have known each other, I don't know, how many years would you say? We've been homeschooling for seven years, which is when we had our first consultation with you. So yes. it's been a good... That's a good number, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's, that has a ring to it, a biblical ring. Yes. Well, <laughs> and um, we have so much in common, but I just have to tell our listeners that Alicia is a rock star because um, when she was a little girl, her dad worked, in, he was a missionary, and uh, he worked at the Word for Today, part of Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa's ministry. And Alicia was allowed to be one of the singers and dancers on um, Salty, the singing songbooks ministry, um, recordings and videos, um, kids praise. And so when I tell my grandchildren who think Salty hung the moon, that <laughs> I know that little girl who's singing in there right now, they're like, what? <gasps> really? I'm like, yes, she is a celebrity. <laughs> so it's really fun now to have the next generation. And so you and David, in addition to homeschooling your four children, Tell me about the new ministry that you started and how that came about. Of course. So um, up until maybe my mid-30s, um, you know, I was a content homemaker and mom. And I've always had aspirations to do something in the dance or fitness industries, particularly dance, because I did the musical theater when I was a kid. I took some dance classes in college. Um, David will tell you later how we met. We kind of met through dance. Okay, um, wait. Okay, <laughs> we got to talk about that. How, David, tell us how you met through dance. Yeah, so I was taking um, uh, a ballroom class um, in Los Angeles and also ballet. Um, it's something I wanted to do as a kid, but never pursued it. I tried out for some scholarship thing before I turned 18, didn't get it. I was too hard on myself because I, from what I learned later, people train for years and I gave myself three months. So <laughs> that was some something that I just kind of, <laughs> I, I set the bar too high and failed and, and I thought that was just all over, but basically... I started to do that, and I met Alicia shortly after I did that. Um, I knew all her family except Alicia. She was the one that just, uh, you know, she had no time to talk to boys and stuff, and I was just looking for love in all the wrong places. You know? <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, I met Alicia, and I needed a, a ballroom uh, partner because I was taking, at that time, uh, uh, tango, and the ballroom instructor there was an international competitor and she's like well you need a partner and I'm like okay so I just randomly went to a coffee shop with a friend that was playing there and Alicia happened to be there with her family next thing I know we were ta talking about dance and I said well you know <laughs> I'm taking ballroom dance and I need a partner would you mind to go with me and, and that's wow. 
that's what happened. And so <gasps> I said yes. She said yes. Oh, and we're so glad that she said that. <laughs> yeah. So yes. David, you were not uh, working as a dancer professionally, so no. you were living a double life. What was the other life? Yeah, I was basically my my day job, my tent making was making skateboard shoes and snowboard products. Like that's what that's pretty much what I was doing at that time. Yes. And so yeah, but dance and art was something always like you know um, I had in my heart, but I just never you know I, I just. Had to get a job. Had to do this, and you know, sure. Stuff, so. But what you were doing was creative. But this yes. was, a, and for our listeners who don't get to see you, David is no little twig of a man. <laughs> a very large, burly, <laughs> masculine guy who had these interesting, you know, dance aspirations, which is great. Yes. So Alicia, back to you. So yeah. tell us. So um, I, I'm going to say in my mid 30s or so, yeah. I, I had my three boys. Um, and um, I had always wanted to do something in the fitness and dance industry, but, you know, being a homemaker, I just thought, well, you know, I'm not going to do anything professionally, but just fine. You know, I, I would just, my, my, my desire, if you ask me what I wanted to grow up, I said, I want to dance and I want to be a mommy. So oh, I got the mommy thing, checked off my list, <laughs> yeah. checked off my, um, my bucket list. And then um, I just went to the gym one time and the instructor was saying that they were doing uh, certification um for anybody who want to be an instructor, training, and so it was just a local. No wait, event. what kind of instructor? It, a, a fitness instructor to be a fitness instructor. She's like, oh, oh okay. So, you know, if you guys want to teach, I think they mentioned Pilates and a couple yeah. of dance formats. Yes. So I went and I got hired on the spot. Oh. <gasps> because I thought it was just to learn. It wasn't to get hired, but they they gave me a, a you know a class on the spot. And it was a dance fitness class. And from that point on, I was all in. I was like, this is what I'm destined to do. And it was a great because you only teach one hour at a time here and there. And I could bring my kids because they always have childcare because I'm like, whatever I do, yeah. I always determined in my life. And this is not for everybody, but I always knew that my priority was always going to be to raise my own kids. Yeah. I did not, And this was when my kids were in elementary school. This is before homeschooling, you know, even um, came across your time. radar. Yeah. So, um, so it was great because I could take them with me and it was just little, you know, short little increments of time. So I've been teaching, uh, well, I had been teaching for since 2006. So now we're at year 15. Yeah. No, am I doing that right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been, yeah, 2006. So it's been a long time. So what right now, um, about a year later, um, I got introduced to one of the most popular, dance formats that includes kind of world latin music and it kind of took off and you know and so i got to present for that particular um dance format i got to teach choreography to other instructors i did that for about eight years and then um i've been teaching consistently about 10 to 12 weekly classes all over the place wow so that happened until COVID hit and then everything kind of came to a screeching halt all the gyms were closed yeah. um but even throughout my teaching career what I realized how much more powerful it was to teach than to perform and one of the reasons that gave me so much more joy is because I would meet people who had had experienced a death in the family were going through depression were um going through chemotherapy at the time um all kinds of you know things that really bring people's That's life down and they would tell me that this was their release this was their outlet this is where they could feel they could move again and feel free. Um, I had one woman that took one of my classes and uh, the women were telling me we're really worried about her because she's getting really frail, really thin, and she's not eating. And she, her husband died six months ago and her son died last month. 
Um, oh. One was from cancer and the other one was a tragic motorcycle accident. Oh my. So I felt like, well, what do I do? What do I say? So they just said, well, we just want to check on her and make sure she's okay. And so this was one of the people that took my dance classes that stood in the very back in the corner and she didn't do any of my moves, which is okay because I, I always told them, you do what you want to do. Just listen to the music and have fun. You know, I was trying to make it a very, you know, liberating kind of experience. Accessible, and accessible to anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I did kind of approach her and I asked her what her name was. And she, she just apologized to me. She's like, I am so sorry. I know I can't keep up with the routines and I don't really know the moves and I'm not really a dancer, but I love your music. And I really want to come because this is the only time I feel alive. Because when I go oh. home, I feel numb. And so I realized that moving, even just to music, it really gives life and purpose to a lot of people, you know, however that is. And I kind of did a little bit of research about dance. And I'm like, well, dance is something that every culture does, every single culture. We do it socially. We do it to celebrate. We do it, you know, like the weddings. Quinceañera uh, in the Latin culture, the quinceañera is, you know, kind of like the girls bar mitzvah, I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And they always, the big thing nowadays is having like a dance routine to kind of show everybody. And, you know, oh. it's something that uh, touches every single culture. And really it's for all ages. It's all ages. And then as time went on, I, I did some research because in my classes, I'm kind of a goofball. I'm very animated. You know, I kind of go into my kids' praise faces <laughs> and I, you know, I smile. And I don't always talk. I do a lot of um, visual cueing instead of verbal cueing just to kind yeah. of make people feel like you don't have to do what I say, just, yes. just what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized also that um, dancing is so fantastic, not just for mood boosting, but for memory. And so um, there's a lot of studies done about um, memory and music. Okay, and talk about those. Yeah. yeah, tell us about that. Um, maybe about... 10 years ago or so, and I think it's still up there. Um, there's a, a documentary on YouTube called um, Alive Inside. There's a little documentary. Alive Inside. Inside. Yes. And a gentleman went into um, nursing homes and he was dealing mainly with um, patients that had severe dementia where they didn't recognize their own family members. Yeah. And so all he did was something really simple. He said, I just want to know if maybe there's something in their memory that is triggered through music. So he would yeah. ask their family members, what music did your dad grow up with or your mom grew up with? And then he would just go to that resident and put a little, you know, little headphones on and put on a music from that era. And they would go from like a slump position, not knowing who anybody is, confused, lost, because like, who are you without your memories, you know? And then they would just, they would really just come alive and they would start yeah. singing along and they would be, you know, and they would start talking about things in their past and they remembered the finest little details. And so I don't know how far this went, but in this specific documentary, he said there's something about music that is triggered to your emotional memories rather than your chronological memories. And so that kind of wakes up all the other, you know, things in the brain. And so that's the same with dance. Dance has now been proven. There's studies. There's one specifically from Stanford, which I'm proud of because my son goes to Stanford. But there's a study that um, shows that dancing um, improves memory loss. Yeah. Or helps prevent memory loss, and it's um, and it's more than any other activity you can do. More than crossword reading, puzzles. reading crossword puzzles, yeah. playing golf, um, you know the things that usually you know people do. Around and that. why? And why is dance more effective than those things? 
it because it uses all your senses. You're using um, your counting, you're, you're, you're moving with it, um, and it releases endorphins and oxytocin, serotonin. Yeah. Yeah. It releases chemicals and it creates new neural pathways. It's just, oh, there's, it's like your body's all involved in this one activity. Yeah. And, that, um, and there's emotion attached to it because of the music too. Yeah. So, um, over and also, Alicia, isn't it that? Learning something new creates new pathways in the brain. Yes. So choreography, having to say, turn, dip, stop, skip, blah, blah, blah. Like the, you know, or from ballet and French even. So you're learning new things every piece that you're being, having choreographed, right? Exactly, exactly. And so it. it's such a blessing. And so for me, dancing became, rather than something that I do as a performer, I wanted to do it something as, something therapeutic, something that brings healing, that brings purpose to your life, um, that helps, you know, kind of lift people's moods. And of course, the health benefits are going to be there because you're doing something physical. Yeah. So that's where Motos Vitas kind of was born, which so is... So tell us about that, and I'm going to spell it for our listeners. <laughs> so, Motos Vitas, yes. so movement is life in Latin, M-O-T-U-S, yes. and then Vitas, life. V-I-T-A-S. So yes. motus vitas, movement is life. Okay, so tell me what that is and how our listeners can be part of what you're doing because I think everyone has COVID fever and wants to get <laughs> moving. So tell yes, absolutely. So I um everybody was doing their classes online or they were doing like live classes um when COVID first hit, and especially for those that were teaching um popular dance formats yeah. you know they pay monthly dues to teach this format and so they were they were offered their platforms to put their classes on and most of them had to be live and I had always wanted to do something like this like even in, when I was teaching classes I thought there's I want to do something that incorporates everything I love about dance from the fitness aspect the you know we could have technique there we could have a little ballet but we could also have something fun and I did a whole segment called tribal barefoot where you take off your shoes and we kind of celebrate all the tribal dances that don't wear shoes, you know? So, you know, something a little fun and, um, and ethnic and, you know, just very liberating. And so I created um, a website called, and it's literally called multosvitas.com. And so we have a little bit of everything. We have the warm up, we have something with weights, we have something with Latin dance, jazz dance, tribal mm -hmm. dance, ballet, and then some like Pilates inspired exercises. You and are singing my tune, honey. <laughs> My background is ballet, and then I am a lover of Pilates, and I just oh, did a podcast with my Pilates instructor who is working online as well. So now, so when people come to Modus Fetus, that, do they choose, or is it all combined in each class? They, we have already little classes ready for them to go. They're not long. They're anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes. If they want a longer one, they can do two or three together. Um, or they can really, there's a little menu, like a la carte, you can just pick and choose what you want. And I have the option to do with or without verbal cues. Ultimately, my dream is for everybody just to do without the cues, just to kind of learn the routines enough where they could just turn up the music and let loose. Yeah. And that's when you really are just kind of just dancing like no one's watching. <laughs> right. Because no but, one is. <laughs> but they're watching you yeah. and getting yeah. it right. So they're they're modeling from your dance what you that's that's how I dance. I don't listen to my instructors. <laughs> I whatever I I am their body. Like there you, know, you are. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. how I dance. And so I get you.
Isn't it wonderful to hear from homeschool graduates who can walk and chew gum at the same time? Oftentimes, we envision homeschool as especially beneficial in the early years when children are young. We forget that homeschooling during the teen years can be even more beneficial. These years with our children are what I call the golden years. What do you want your children to look like when they're 18 or 21? What you do with them when they're two or three or four years old will be affected by this long-term vision. That's why I wrote my seminar, Begin with the End in Mind. On April 17th, I will be teaching Begin with the End in Mind in a live webinar. The replay will be available for two weeks after the live event, and the handouts you receive are yours forever. Though this seminar is all about homeschool for junior high and high school, this is the seminar I want everyone to hear, regardless of their children's ages. Register by April 10th to receive an early bird discount. Don't wait till your children are getting ready for college to attend this seminar. You will benefit from this information even in the earliest days of homeschooling. Now back to the show. Okay, tell us. So this is so exciting. How long have you been doing it and what's been the response? We literally just launched it in the last quarter, the last quarter, last the last quarter of yeah. last year. Okay. And so, um, the response has been, has been great. I've had, I mean, support from just friends and family that yes. they know what, that I, what I've been doing, They're like, this is so great. This is so needed right now. You know, so it's, it's, it's picking up, I would say slowly, but surely, but the yeah. word is getting out there. And a lot of people are really afraid just to go back to the gym, you know, mm-hmm. even though a few of them are opening up. And so I think this is just a matter of just kind of getting the word out there and getting people excited that there's just something they can do from really from anywhere because it's just. Yeah. So my question now, the gyms are open here in Oklahoma and have been all pretty much all along. Oh, I bet. But I know in California and Illinois, you know, some of the more yeah. um, hard hit places, this has been such a problem because physical fitness is what builds our immune system yes the very thing that we need is the very thing we're not doing right yes um is this something that you can do with your family your children your husband absolutely yes and that's what i was thinking i really wanted to kind of um bring something that the whole family can do the music is something the kids are going to love the teenagers are going to love it is really awesome popular music and that was kind of one of my hurdles at the beginning is like what do i do with music because um to use any kind of um popular music that's like on the charts is virtually impossible especially if you're going to try to monetize it in in any way so we had to do our research and our homework but luckily for me i live in a house with musicians (laughs) and so my dad uh who is a christian musician she's like you could use anything of mine and then my 17 year old son i who's an amazing musician joaquin he plays the bagpipes he plays the piano, the bass, the drums, just about everything. I said, how do you feel about composing an album for me? And I kind of gave him some samples of what I wanted him to, you know, to think about, like, as a fun thing. And I'm like, this is homeschool. So this is music, this is music class right now, okay? This is music composition, 101. <laughs> so he composed 10 songs yeah. in how long did it take me like two months like two months yeah. yeah two months and so now he has his own album on spotify and itunes 
Oh my word. And he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Okay. Now I have to just jump in and say something about your boys. Yeah. <laughs> so that people don't think they're a bunch of nerds and eggheads, even though they're like brilliant. They were also star wrestlers, all of your boys, right? So they're not sitting home, like, you know, looking at a screen all day. They're very physical as well. And the research actually shows that athletes tend to be the smartest people of all. So this doesn't surprise me in any way as someone who's, I've been an athlete all my life. And I just really, this idea of the dumb jock is a lot. So just thought I'd put in a little plug for your boys being yeah. well-rounded nice. and they, they certainly are. And those schools yeah. certainly thought they were. So back to you, keep going. So families, yes. so the music comes on and yeah. it's party time. Dance party. Yes. And it's such a great way just to do something together with the kids. It you know? And it's, um, I always, I always did like the beat, the VHS videos every day. Cause I could, you know, when I was younger, of course we had no right. children. Right. All I had to do, but that's kind of was my inspiration, believe it or not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the I videos. love it. Yeah. I love it. So David, are you involved in, in the dance or tell us about it? Yeah. Tell, well, <laughs> tell us how you're involved in this. So for me, obviously, just, you know, meeting Alicia because dance is kind of what brought us together. I mean, just me asking her to take a uh, fill in a spot because I needed a partner to learn the tango, you know, and that's and yeah. she was her family was getting ready to go to Argentina as missionaries. So um, but yeah, so dance has been what kind of brought us together. So what, what I do with Alicia is I help her with the filming, the editing and all that stuff. That's kind of where, you know, as, as since Vidal, our oldest, was born 24 years ago, I took um, film classes, um, really just photography classes, old black and white, mm -hmm. you know, developing my own film. And then yeah. Yeah. got into doing a little bit of similar photography, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and stuff. So, so that's kind of where I've been just, you know, seeing Alicia use um, just these original musics and stuff. And, and it was also another reason, too. And I'm glad that, you know, God kind of put that as an obstacle that we didn't use the mainstream music because a lot of it's not edifying whatsoever you know no when you said you wrote your own music my i just clicked my heels <laughs> i come back from the gym and i'm singing even i mean my yeah. classes that i go to these this old retro music it's like super innocent music but i don't want that going through my mind all night and falling asleep to singing these old 1950s songs it's like yeah i, I want to you know have scripture going through my mind and worship and so i don't want that secular worldview in my psych psyche right yeah. Yeah. so we don't have to deal with that your boys wrote yeah. wholesome music for us to listen to Yes, yeah. and his was all instrumental. instrumental you know? yeah. and I was able to find some other music to supplement too, which was great. beautiful. And I wanted to make sure that it was wholesome because, yeah. and it's really funny because like, um, even in the fitness world, uh, we, uh, you know, there was a blog, no, like a little chat going on with a bunch of instructors about a week ago. And one person was saying, I would really love to use this song. And it was actually a Bob Marley song, but because he says, give thanks and praise to the Lord. And, and he was like, I don't think I could play it because he says, give thanks and praise to the Lord. Yes. And I'm thinking, look at all the garbage we do play. Like, you know, that really should <laughs> be. You mean he was apologizing because it had that those words yes, in it? Yes, he thought oh, he would offend his students. And I'm like, no, everything else we play is way more offensive. That's right. So, well, so my jazz teacher, Luigi, um, who taught, you know, Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, everything <laughs> up in New York, um, he, he used to say that 
um, you shouldn't exercise to words anyway, that it really should just be instrumental music. Mental. And so it was jazz, you know, the real jazz. Yes. He would have live musicians in his studio in New York City. And my teacher, Rat, uh, would fly to my college every week for three days from Luigi's studio. He was Luigi's secondhand man. But we would use Luigi's, they made a record of their live musicians wow. and it was instrumental. And I still do Luigi warm-ups to this day <laughs> using that music. So I love that it's instrumental. That I, you're, you're just ringing all my chimes here. <laughs> great. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, this is great. I am so excited about this. And um, I think our listeners will be too, getting our kids moving. Um, Luigi was in a terrible car accident. He he was one of the dancers in Singing in the Rain and oh, many wow. other big Hollywood programs. He was in a terrible car accident. He was told he would never walk, he would never dance, blah, blah, blah. And he rehabilitated himself to become a professional dancer again, wow. all through dance. And his wow. motto was, you gotta keep moving. You gotta keep moving. And all the movie stars, when you interview all the Hollywood and Broadway stars who were trained by him, they always say, and like Luigi said, you gotta <laughs> keep moving. And wow. so you're getting people up off their couches yeah. and moving and having fun because yes. it's so important to have fun as a family. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. And I think to even Joaquin, you know, being the bagpiper that he is, I mean, it, it's crazy because, you know, he is a wrestler. I mean, he is a beast on the map, but at the same time, that kid loves books um, so much. And because of what, you know, we've done homeschooling with your method and everything that you, you know, instilled in us. And I love it because, you know, Joaquin, as he was discovering, he's like, you know, dad, he's like, you know, Jim Elliott, the missionary, you know, he's like, you know, he was a wrestler and he decided he wanted to be a wrestler because he wanted to be strong body, mind, and soul to be used in the mission field for the Lord. Yeah. And so that's, that's why for us, you know, we've always, you know, with homeschooling, with your method and stuff, we've always, God's always put in our minds, like we're here to be salt of the earth and light of the world and letting Christ shine through us in whatever we do. And so when Alicia would come home and she would say, you know, I was talking to one of my students and she's, you know, she's, you know, suffering through cancer or she's suffering through her one of her husband you know her husband being lost and stuff i i told alicia i'm like you are doing jesus ministry just by Amen. going there letting your light shine and so that's kind of like why you know doing this together it's kind of like full circle because mm -hmm. we're kind of like man we get to work together and to be able to just use the the gifts that the lord's given us and also the talents we don't even know we i mean funnier i mean our son's the musician he inspired us that we came up with a song just recently and we're just like we're never too late to learn so the, the song is called chips and salsa and it's, one of the, the it's but, a salsa. but it's a salsa but she called it chips and salsa and yeah. we're just like you know creativity it, it's not defined by how old you are and stuff it's just tuning out all the noise of the world and just pursuing the lord and saying lord you know i'm whatever I'm here to do whatever you want me to do. And, you know, and so you've inspired us so much with your homeschool. I mean, when people tell us we can't, we can't say enough about how amazing that you like, you really instilled in us, like yeah. nothing is impossible. And if you can just teach your kids the love to be good, love to read books, anything is possible. Yes. And that's how we even look at it, you know, yeah. ourselves. Oh, I am so excited. I just want to get up and do the tango right now. <laughs>
Well, Alicia, anything else you want to share before we close? Um, I just wanted to share a Bible verse. Um, yeah. You know, because I know a lot of people feel like, well, is, is Nancy really something? Is it too secular? Is it something we should even be considering? And if you just type in in, the, in a search bar, Bible verses about dancing, you know, yeah. there's just no end. There's just no end. <laughs> one of my favorite ones is the one from Ecclesiastes, which there's a song about that too. Yeah. And it's a, um, Ecclesiastes 3, 4, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Oh. I really love that dance was paired with the word mourn because that's kind of what I experienced through my students is they were mourning, they were hurting, and then they found dance as a way for them to, you know, to basically, it was very lethargic for them, you know, to be able to express yeah. their pain, but also to bring healing to them physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually. So it's definitely something that's a gift from God. Oh. Made our bodies to move and to praise him and to sing. And there's nothing better than praising the Lord through dance. It's just so beautiful. So <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> So for our listeners, one more time, we're going to have this in the show notes. It's Motas Vitas. I know I'm not saying it right, but M-O-T-U-S-V-I-T-A-S. Motas Vitas. Movement is life. And we're going to have a link to all of this so that you can jump on uh, this ministry and partake of it. Bless Alicia for all of her hard work and get your family laughing again and having fun together instead of being morbid about, oh, the world is so dark and depressing. Yes. Um, the, the joy of the Lord is Amen. truly our strength. Yes. And um, I am thrilled. So, David, would you pray for our listeners, many of whom are feeling discouraged, yes. overwhelmed? Um, you know, it's a, it's, it's yes. a hard world we're living in, but it can yes. also, but the Lord is our light. So yes. would you pray for them? Yes, Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much, Lord. We thank you for Carol, Lord, and just, Lord, all that she is doing to just wake up families, Lord Jesus, to, Lord, what's the most important, Lord, for us to raise our children, to be light, Lord, in this dark world, Father, Lord. We need more lights. We need more people standing for righteousness, Lord Jesus. And, Lord, I do pray for all the listeners that would listen to this, Lord, whether they think they're at the end of their ropes and their careers and whatever this, Lord, we know that, Father, you breathe new life into us, Lord, Father, and that, Father, Lord, we are to just pursue you, Lord, with our whole heart, to love you with our whole heart, Lord Jesus, that you're not done with any one of us, Lord Jesus, however old or inadequate that we are feeling, Lord Jesus, Lord, you can do anything, Father, Lord, you, you, you have us to dream those dreams that you've instilled in us, even when we were in our mother's womb, Lord, Father, and so I just pray that this would just encourage people, Father, Lord, listeners, Lord Jesus, that movement is life, Lord, Father, we are to continue to pursue, we're just pilgrims here, Father, Lord, and Father, Lord, you are everything in our lives, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I do pray for all the families that have been struggling, Lord, throughout the whole United States and the world, Lord Jesus. And we know, Father, Lord, though many are mourning, Lord, you are going to bring this mourning to just celebrations of dance, Lord, Father, Lord. Amen. And Lord, we thank you. We love you. We just pray for Carol and all that she is doing, Lord. And we pray for families, Lord, to just dream big dreams, dream a, a dream so big that unless an infinite God to show up, it's destined to fail. Mm. And so we thank you, Lord. 
We love you. We praise you in Jesus. name. Mm. Amen. Amen. And David, you quoted the perfect scripture. He turns our mourning <laughs> into dancing. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, this has been the most fun I've had in a long time. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yes. And thank you for our listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us this week on the homeschool made simple podcast. If you like, what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.